So there was an election. As we know. Maybe we don't know. There was an uh, uh, election in Ohio. Now, you would have heard about this election if it had gone the way Representative Ocasio-Cortez wanted it to go. But it didn't. It went far the other way in two different elections. But can we say that it's some kind of harbinger? Is it some kind of bellwether? Is there something to learn from what happened? Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Here's the story. The story is, is that Nina Turner, who was a co-chair for Bernie Sanders 2020, was running for the congressional seat made available by Marsha Fudge. So this is the Ohio 11th. Uh, Marsha Fudge went into uh, the administration. Uh, She is, I believe, the Secretary of Housing Housing and Urban Development. And so there's this open vacancy. Well, Nina Turner is a progressive. As a matter of fact, Nina Turner was supported by Representative Ocasio-Cortez. She lost. She lost in a, in a race against Democrats who were supported by Hillary Clinton and James Clyburn. So you can see where that divide is within the Democratic Party, even though they're all progressives. How in the world did Ocasio-Cortez lose with a progressive candidate? Meanwhile, the Ohio 15th, where the member of Congress has stepped down because he's going to take over the Ohio Chamber of Commerce, probably a lot more money in doing that. Mike Carey wins that primary for the Republicans. Mike Carey defeated Jeff LaRue, who was the hand-picked candidate of the congressman who resigned. Mike Carey was supported by Donald Trump. And that's why you're not hearing about these two big primaries that will now have an election in November. These are two pretty big primaries. These are going to be races that people pay attention to. This is going to get TV time and a lot of it. You've got two two congressional seats that Republicans can pick up. Make it even tougher on Speaker Pelosi? Woo-wee. Now, only one of the seats might, you know, would be a change. The other one is already in Republican hands. But Democrats are going to fight for them. Of course they are, because they're going to want the story going into the midterms. But is it already a story? It would be a story if Trump had lost and Ocasio-Cortez had won. It's all you'd be hearing about. But they didn't. that didn't happen, so you don't hear a word. You don't hear this anywhere. No one cares about Ohio. Ohio, is it not even on a map? I don't even know where it is. You know as well as I do, this is a big story. You know as well as I do, this could mean quite a bit. Now, is it a bellwether for the country? I don't think so. I don't think so because I don't... I can't imagine that you can take Ohio results of any kind and extrapolate it out to Texas or Florida or California. I think the story here could be that, you know, I, I thought that Trump's people all failed. I guess they don't all fail. I guess some people still don't mind a Trump endorsement. 
I guess the storyline here is, wait, you mean Ohio doesn't want the progressives seeing what progressives have been doing to the country and realizing, my gosh, we have way too much of this garbage out there. I still don't think that applies to California. I'm not even somebody who is convinced that uh, the the, the recall is going to work on Gavin Newsom. I am not convinced Gavin Newsom is going to be taken out of office. Why, why would I be? It's California. I lived there many years. I want to have faith. It's just very hard to have faith. This brings us to a congresswoman from Michigan, Rashida Tlaib. But yes, yes, it does. This was a video I I, I was kind of shocked by because I think uh, uh, I know what it means. I think I'm aware of it. I want to know, though, uh, if, if you think I'm crazy. The, from the ashes of the old, socialism for a new tomorrow. That's what it says. That's what what the video says. 2021 DSA National Convention. Democratic Socialists of America. They're socialists. They're not democratic socialists. There's no such thing as a democratic socialist. They're all liars. I'm going to play it in full. It's like a minute and a half. Maybe I'll interrupt. I want you to hear what she said, and then together I want us to figure out what it is she's actually saying. We also need to recognize, and this is for me as a Palestinian-American, we also need to recognize... You know, as I think about my family in Palestine that uh, continue to live under military occupation and how that really interacts with this beautiful black city I grew up in. You know, I always tell people cutting people off from water is violence and they do it from Gaza to Detroit. And it's a way to control people, to oppress people. And it's those structures that we continue to fight against. So I know you all understand the structure we've been living under right now is designed by those that exploit the rest of us for their own profit. I always say to people, you know, I don't care if it's the issue around global human rights and our fight to free Palestine or to pushing back against those that don't believe in the minimum wage or those that believe that people have a right to health care and so much more. And I tell people those same people that if you open the curtain and look behind the curtain, it's the same people that make money. And yes, they do off of racism, off of these broken policies. There is someone there making money and you saw it. It was so exposed during the pandemic because all those structures, everything that was set up, they made record profit when we were all at having some of the most challenging, most difficult times in our lifetime at that moment. And, and again, they made record profit. So if anything, this pandemic just exposed what we all have been fighting against. Okay. The question before us is, what are the structures? And who is responsible for the creation of the structures? If she wants to make the argument that... From Gaza to Detroit, they do it. Her words, a way to control people, to oppress people. And it's those structures that we continue to fight against. 
the question can only be asked one way. Is she she's talking about Jews, right? She's talking about the global Jewish structure that profits uh, from oppressing people like her or who look like her. You want to listen to it again? You want to break it down? I want someone to prove to me that she's either saying this or not saying this. I think she's saying exactly, exactly this. We also need to recognize, and this is for me as a Palestinian-American We also need to recognize, you know, as I think about my family in Palestine that uh, continue to live under military occupation and how that really interacts with this beautiful black city I grew up in. You know, I always tell people cutting. She's clearly making a connection between uh, her, her, where her grandmother lives in Israel uh, and, and, Detroit. She she's making the connection. She doesn't want you to pretend that she's not. People off from water is violence, and they do it from Gaza to Detroit, and it's a way. Who's they? Who's cutting you off from water? Who is cutting you off from water? If they do it from Gaza to Detroit, you're making the the connection that it's the same people who are doing it because you referred to them as they. You didn't say some people do it in residence, some people do it in Detroit. I mean, these are just the, the, the facts. She's saying it's the same group. Control people to oppress people. And it's those structures that we continue to fight against. So I know you all understand the structure we've been living under right now is designed by those that exploit the rest of us for their own profit. I always say to people, you know, I don't care if it's the issue around global human rights and our fight to free Palestine or to pushing back against those that don't believe in the minimum wage or those that believe that people have a right to health care and so much more. And I tell people, those same people, that if you open the curtain and look behind the curtain, it's the same people that make money. And yes, they do offer racism, offer these broken policies. There is some- So the people who are responsible for cutting off your water are the same people making money off policies that oppress people of color. She is talking about Jews. It's who she is. It's <laughs> my gosh. How much more do you need to see? And I must say, for the Jews who are socialists out there, you haven't figured out that you're wrong? How embarrassing it is? Do you know how embarrassing it is to be Jewish and have you out there pushing this kind of stuff, supporting your sister Rashida and those who support her, like the bigot Congressman Andre Carson out of Indianapolis who supports Louis Farrakhan? You don't know that you're wrong? You're wrong! Get your head out of your tuckets and see the world! This is what you support. People who hate you. You think she sees any Jews? Oh, those are the good Jews and those are the bad Jews. No! Look at what she's saying. Listen to her words. And the Democratic Party will say nothing about her. Zero. Ungats. That's really stunning. 
They won't say anything. Nothing. It's it's sinful. Ugly as can be. There are few people more rotten and despicable and bigoted than Rashida Tlaib. But they just so happen to be other members of the Democrat Party in the House. I'm Tony Katz.